Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. It's actually nice weather down here in Florida right now. It has not rained today, but it is nice and hot. I think they said the high is supposed to be like 98 today. So it'll be a bit of a nice warm day down here. It's always a good time getting a tan on down in the old sunshine state. But first thing I want to talk about here real quick, I had a phone call last night from one of my doctors that I know out in the Midwest. And he told me last night, and I've now verified this on ABC News and everything this morning now. He came out and he said it was very strange yesterday afternoon. They were notified that the AMA, the American Medical Association, is now stating that everyone in the medical industry needs to get their shot immediately. And then the Department of Veterans Affairs at the very same time became the first major federal agency to require healthcare workers to get the COVID shot. The VA's move came on a day when nearly 60 leading medical and healthcare organizations issued a call to mandate their workers to get injected. They said that the VA now will have make vaccines mandatory for all medical personnel, including physicians, dentists, podiatrists, optometrists, registered nurses, physicians assistants, and others who work in the department facilities. Employees will have eight weeks to be fully vaccinated. In addition to the AMA, the American Academy of Nursing, the American Public Health Association, the American Pharmacists Association, Leading Age, which is one of the nursing home industry groups, then the list goes on are now basically saying that they need to have mandated shots. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this, again, is what they did last year. You have to wear a mask. No, I don't have to wear a mask. No, you have to wear a mask. You are not allowed to walk around with anybody without a mask. Oh, okay, I'll put a mask on. These guys are extreme experts, that are running this right now in the aspects of psychological warfare. They know how to try to force people to do things that they don't want to do, but they still consent. The Department of Veterans Affairs has not listed what they're going to do in eight weeks if individuals have not got their shot. And I highly doubt they are going to start firing physicians and dentists and registered nurses by the boatload who have not gotten injected if they work for the VA. I don't know how they're possibly going to do that because it would literally collapse the VA. Now, one thing that I just pulled up a second ago now is in this little tiny report at the very bottom on one of the ones that I just saw. It was on ABC News. They said that the agency – said the vaccination will be required if a medical or religious exemption is not presented. Now, if you guys recall, even about six months ago, I started telling everybody, if you're in the medical industry, if you're in the healthcare industry, if you're in any industry at all, where you think this may even become a topic of discussion, you need to go to your local health department, if you can do so, and get a religious vaccine exemption. I have one. My children have one. A lot of my friends have one. Um, it's a good thing to have, especially right now, because here's the thing. When you start having a religious exemption that's signed by the state and now you start having an agency that tells you you have to get a shot or else, you are now setting them up for a massive, massive lawsuit. And that's what my doctor said yesterday. He said there's multiple law firms now that he's been working with and other medical agencies that are working with that are awake, and they've been filing lawsuits hand over fist as fast as they can file. They're filing against everybody. 
And there are discussions, I'm not going to bring up any names or where anything, but there are discussions of an actual new medical establishment starting up with their own hospitals in the future that are going to be independent, that are basically going to be completely and totally protected with a massive, massive law firm in order to provide people with medical care without violating their rights. And this is going to be a huge, huge move if this happens, and it's going to start a whole lot of flack. There's a reason why this is happening now with the VA. There's a reason why this is happening now with the AMA. It's not coincidence that the CDC came out and said the end of last week that the PCR test, they are now removing the request for emergency use because they can't differentiate between influenza and COVID. Exactly what we said last year. Exactly why influenza numbers were literally in the double digit in most areas because it didn't exist because everything was COVID. Dad's going to talk about that a little more in a minute. And there's a reason why as well we're seeing exactly what I talked about on Friday escalating even further what they're calling the ping-demic in Great Britain where People are so addicted to their phones, they refuse to leave them at home, and they're getting pings on their phone if they've been anywhere around anyone at any store that possibly may have tested positive for COVID. They're getting pinged. They said right here that one of the biggest UK supermarkets now warned this week that they are not able to stock products and gas station operators that the pumps are running dry. UK workers are required to isolate at home for 10 days if they are told to do so by the National Test and Trace Service, which alerts people via a ping on their phone if they've had contact with anyone who's tested positive. They said that roughly 620,000 people in England have been told to isolate by the app just between July 8th and July 14th, and the new numbers will be out shortly for the next round via the National Health Service data. Retailers say the high number of isolating workers is preventing them from stocking the shelves, getting supplies to stores, and even driving trucks. They go on to say, like all of the retailers, the situation is becoming increasingly difficult as we have more and more colleagues having to self-isolate that have been notified by the track and trace system. Now, I have one thing to say about this. If this is something that moves the United States, here's my big, giant thing that I'm going to tell everybody. Turn your phone off. Go get a burner phone or go get a prepay phone if you want. This is not something that is tolerable in a free society. Having an agency ping your phone and tell you you can no longer be out in public for 10 days because you may have been somewhere around somebody at some time that tested positive on a PCR test is completely and totally moronic and pathetic at the highest levels. And I mean that with all sincerity. There's a reason why this is rolling out over the last couple of weeks. This rolled out with the PCR test from the CDC. What we're seeing now, the Department of Veterans Affairs trying to bluff everybody into getting a shot. This is not coincidental. All this happening at one time It's exactly what I said yesterday. They are losing their grip on the narrative, and now they're grasping at straws. This is why numerous states now and areas are starting to say, it doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated or not. You have to put a mask back on. No, you don't. No, you don't. You do not have to put a mask back on to do anything. That may be a mandate that some business tries to tell you to do, but in all other aspects, the government has absolutely zero right or ability to force you to put a mask on. Period. Period. Let me address that further. Period. They have no right to do that to you. This is 
another tactic to try to force people under more control. Remember what I said last year? I said, this isn't going to stop with the shot. This is why the Pfizer had two shots. you got to submit to one, then submit to another one. Now they're saying they're bringing out a Delta variant shot that they've applied for emergency use authorization from Pfizer for the Delta variant shot. Now Fauci came out a couple weeks ago and said that Pfizer's basically applying for a booster shot that you're going to need less than 12 months after the last shot. This isn't going to stop, my friends, until we say no. And everything that's happened the last couple days over the last week is very clear evidence what the agenda is, what direction they're taking it, and that the vast majority of people are allowing this to happen still by consent. So I kind of wanted to bring that up and bring in Dad as well because he's the one who talked about it in detail yesterday in some of the articles what we're seeing now and what do you think about the CDC withdrawing their emergency use of the PCR test, Deb? Well, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Well, they know it doesn't work, and, and it's getting so much blowback. I mean, the, the inventor of the PCR test, he died in 2019 conveniently, Nobel Prize winner. Uh, he said Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. He's basically – Fauci's an idiot. And this PCR inventor guy, Nobel laureate, he basically has said repeatedly that it should not be used to detect viruses. He warned people it wouldn't work for that. And now they're coming out basically and telling us, well, it doesn't work. We can't differentiate it between that and the flu. Well, quite frankly – you know, you magnify anything, you know, 50 times into an electron microscope, you're going to find something. And that's what the PCR developer said. He said, hey, look, he said, this is not what it's designed to do. And he was so funny. He's, he, had, he was kind of a sanguine fellow. I mean, he made a lot of jokes. And he finally said, they can't discredit me any longer because I'm a Nobel, Nobel Prize laureate. And he says, now they just don't know what to do with me. And you, if you read his Wikipedia page, they absolutely slam him throughout the entire Wikipedia page about all the things that he did and said that weren't really, quote unquote, how should I say, accepted by mainstream science. And I, I just got a kick out of all of this stuff because, you know, the reality is this. If we have people out there that are telling us that the test that they developed won't work, why in the world are we continuing to use that test? I mean, this is crazy. I mean. Here, here, here's, here's some of the quotes by Kerry Mullis. is a Dr. Kerry Mullis, PhD. Scientists are doing an awful lot of damage to the world in the name of helping it. I don't mind attacking my own fraternity because I'm ashamed of it. Kerry Mullis, inventor of the polymerase PCR test. What do I mean when we say somebody has tested positive for the coronavirus? The answer would astound you. By getting the answer, is like getting to a very rare mushroom that only grows 200 feet on a sequoia tree in the Forbidden Forest. And he goes, I say that for dramatic effect, but it also I wound up against all odds finding it. So I'm going to post this article from UndercoverDC.com, and it goes into detail about what the inventor of the PCR test said and why it doesn't work to try to figure out what happens with COVID. Now, here's the problem we have with this. So think about it. If it doesn't work to determine if you have COVID or not, and the entire lockdowns, the entire injections, the kill shots, and all of these mask mandates have been done and shutting down the world's economy for a test that wasn't accurate, what the heck? You know, Candace Owens said this week, she said, I don't know anybody who basically has had the Delta variant who has not been vaccinated. She goes, maybe you guys can find some to help me find some so I can interview them. And see, and this is what we have going on right now, because remember, guys, health freedom, health freedom is the new, how should I say, front that we're all having to face now. And there's an article here by uh, it's called The Hottest Global Political Issue, Health Freedom, and Our World Will Never Be the Same After This. And it's written by Michael Schneider. And I know a lot of you guys like Michael Slaughter. A lot of you guys don't like Michael Slaughter. A lot of you say he's too negative. A lot of you say he's a realist. I think some of his stuff is really, really good. 
Here's what he said. We are witnessing an epic global struggle for freedom, and the outcome of the struggle is going to really shape what our world is going to look like in the years ahead. Ultimately, one of the most fundamental rights that we have is the right to make our own health decisions. If someone else has the authority to make those decisions for you, then you really aren't free, are you? The pandemic has transformed the debate over health freedom into the most hotly contested political issue on the entire planet, and the intensity seems to have been turned up a few more notches in recent days. As governments around the world have begun instituting new lockdowns, new mandates, new health passports, we have seen huge eruptions of anger all over the world. For example, over the weekend, there were enormous health freedom protests in London. Thousands have gathered today, Saturday, July the 24th, actually it was closer to a million, in London's travel car square to protest against the lockdown rules and COVID-19 vaccinations. A wide range of speakers attending the event, including well-known British theorist Kate Shiravini, who spoke to the crowd. Demonstrators are angry about the recent move, which will see vaccine passports becoming compulsory in England to access nightclubs and other packed venues. This morning, I spoke to one of our contacts in England. She said it's awful. She lives close to London, and she said there's another, there's always just another huge freedom march on every other side of the city every other day because people have had enough of being locked down, locked down, locked down, and now their telephones are pinging them and pinging them and pinging them, telling them, telling them they're in contact with people who've had COVID. Well, I'm going to say the same thing Austin says. Leave your stinking telephones at home. Don't take your phones with you. When we were kids, you know, when we were young adults, heck, until about 1990, we didn't even have cell phones that were actually usable. Back in the 80s, we had some that were the size of a suitcase, but, you know, we, you know they weren't really practical. But we had no cell phones back in the 60s or 70s. Now, we had some beepers in the 70s, but why in the world do you want to carry your slave tracking device everywhere you go so you can get pinged? And the same thing Austin said, get a burner phone, find an old flip phone that can't be tracking you. Get a burner phone, go to, go to one of the box stores if you have to, support one of those clowns, and, which I don't like doing, and buy yourself a, you know, a, a phone that you can just use, that you can buy time on that doesn't track it back to you. You can do that too. But if you're in a country that's tracking you by your cell phone and using your cell phone as a slave tracker, just leave the stinking telephone at home. Oh, but that's right. We have OnStar on the cars now, don't we? That's right. We do, don't we? And the OnStars are registered to you as the owner of the vehicles. So they can track you with the OnStar. So if you go to the city and you don't have your cell phone, you're still being tracked. Remember Obama and his giant, how should I say, clash, cash for clunkers program to make sure all of the cars that couldn't be tracked would be taken off the market, off the roads, so we could only have cars that people could have full monitoring of what they're saying. I get so fed up with OnStar. You call OnStar, you contact them, or you push the button by accident in the car, and you can't get this thing to shut up. It won't disconnect. So it's just monitor everything you say in the car. It's awful. And that's a problem that we have now in this world that we live in where everything that we say and do and think is monitored. We already know they can turn the microphones on on your computers, on your laptops, on your, on your iPads, on your telephones, and they can listen to your conversation. Shoot, they can turn the camera on. They could turn, watch the movie Snowden if you don't buy any of this stuff. Just watch the movie Snowden. They can turn the cameras on, on your machines, on your laptops, and basically listen to you. Heck, your doggone thermostat probably has microphones in it, along with your dishwasher and refrigerator now, because they're all tied into the Internet of Things. They can probably monitor you on that, too. They already know what you eat, what you buy, and how many times a day you open the refrigerator. Yeah, all that stuff's happening right now is it's like an Orwellian nightmare. And the country that's probably the most, how should I say, 
advanced in this Orwellian nightmare theater that is going on is 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 it is um is Israel. And you think, well, what the heck? Why Israel again? Well, remember, Israel is home of the Coast of Nostra. It is literally the template for tyranny. And it's saying that it's going to lock down completely on August the 8th for kill shot refusers. In other words, if you don't take the shot by August the 8th, you're going to lock down. And you can listen to the fascist prime minister. I posted this online, lie on a monumental scale and lay out the global agenda for everywhere. He's worse than Benjamin Netanyahu was. I mean, they're all the same. Because remember, Israel is completely is a Rothschild entity. It is controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel. It is their fiefdom. It is the center of all the stuff that is happening globally. It is controlled by State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard, Bloodline Families, Costa Nostra, Rothschild banking cartel, international finance. Everything goes through Tel Aviv, including the number one homosexual destination in the world. But yet we're not supposed to look that way. Can't be happening, not happening in Israel. So why would they do this to their own people? Why would they have the first round, the second round, the third round, the fourth round of vaccines going in Israel right now? Why would they do it to all of the Jewish people there if they're the ones who are controlling the world? Which is a lot of you tell me that. You send me texts and say it's the Jews, it's the Jews, it's the Jews. And my response is always it's the synagogue of Satan, it's the synagogue of Satan, it's the synagogue of Satan. Though a lot of them claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan, which is what the Bible says. And here's my response to all of that. They don't care about the Jews. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. The Shabbat Luciferian cult that runs Israel is the group of people that want to bring in the Antichrist or bring in their Messiah to the rebuilding of the Third Temple. It's the group that basically runs all of the bloodline families and all the major institutions. There's about 200,000 of them. That's it. Well, there's m multiple millions of people in Israel. About 200,000 of these people, I can pretty much guarantee you, <laughs> aren't getting the kill shot. That's the group that runs, wants to run the planet, that 200,000, the ones that are basically part of the doomsday cult that I've talked about so many times on the show. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan, and that's what we have to understand. We've got to stay with what the Word of God says. That's why Israel, they could care less if they kill every Jew person, Jew individual, Jew wife, Jew husband, Jew child – any person who's Jewish, they don't care if they kill them, as long as they're not a member of Shabbat, the doomsday cult, as long as they're not practicing, how should I say, <laughs> Kabbalah, because that's the group that basically is running the planet. And we've talked about it so many times. We need to realize, you know, now the new Israeli government is going full draconian. This is another article that I posted and they're going full Orwell, and they're making COVID shots mandatory for all citizens over the age of 12. And here's what it says. The Jewish people have been persecuted throughout history. From time to time, it's their own leaders who are the persecutors, and that hasn't happened for centuries until now. The new Israeli government announced Thursday that everyone must get vaccinated for COVID-19 or risk being banned from, well, everything. Now, that's what you need to read. You need to read what they're doing in Israel, and you need to also realize that Israel – is one of the biggest spy countries in the world. They spy, and I'm going to say it again. This Costa Nostra group, this Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street, Rothschild group that runs Israel, they spy on everybody. It's, it's, the, the Mossad is probably the absolute best intel agency in the world. It really is. And now they're actually recruiting people to hook up to Israel to defend Israel and they've got thousands and tens of thousands that have signed up, a lot of them Zionist Christians, to basically to, to help Israel to maintain, how should I say, sovereignty and safety 
by spying on fellow citizens, and they're giving them assignments as they go out and basically to troll on people that say things that are bad. They're doing it right now, and, and we got to understand that this is happening all of the time. Here's, here's, here's winterwatch.net. I've also posted this on the website, and it, and it goes into detail, and it talks about the spy agencies in Israel that are becoming so, how should I say, extreme that they're doing whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it to whoever they want to do it to because they've got full and total power and control over Israel. And see, this is what we have to understand. This is why they want to bring the entire world under the Israeli Supreme Court. This is what Noahide laws are all about. And when you understand that, you start thinking, well, wait a minute. It shouldn't be that way. And why in the world are Christian churches continuing to support this? Because they've been basically programmed and lied to so long for 100 years by the Schofield Bible that they don't believe that Israel can do anything wrong. Here's the article from Winter Watch. Foreign intel agents launch a new covert propaganda war against Americans on U.S. soil. The folks at Winter Watch are not naive. We know that foreign agents conduct covert operations online everywhere, every day, worldwide. In fact, to even mention it anymore, it almost seems somehow passe. Yet once in a while, we see something that's gross, that so gross that it must be flagged and brought to your attention, such as the case with Act Two, kudos to investigative reporter John Cassis. Yes, he says, shadowy Israeli app is turning American Jews and American Christians into foot soldiers on online war. A story that brings to light an insidious Israeli intelligence operation launched in the United States in June 2018. And you can read the entire article at the show. And through what they've done is through this app, they have 12,000 pro-Israeli volunteers worldwide. And this could be a lot more than 12,000 but mostly in the United States, receiving marching orders or missions from Israeli agents and operatives located at its headquarters in H-E-R-Z-L-I-Y-A, Israel. The app users' missions are covert, very widely in scope, and include both online and offline tactics. They're hiring trolls, what they're doing on these apps in order to protect Israel so we can't talk about what they're doing any longer because they want to say everybody who says anything about Israel is basically a bad person. And it's, and it's simply not true. Now, here's the other article I want to say. This is unlimitedhangout.com. I've also posted this. It, it, goes on, it goes into detail about what happened with Pegasus. Now, Pegasus, I did, re, I did a report on Pegasus last week in another Israeli firm that basically was working to basically spy on Americans. Now, here's the thing. Why do they do that? Well, because they basically want to know everything that everybody's doing. This past Sunday, an investigation into a global abuse of spyware developed by veterans of Israeli intelligence, Mossad, Unit 8200, gained widespread attention as it was revealed that the software sold to democratic and authoritarian governments alike had been used to illegally spy on an estimated 50,000 individuals. Among those who had their communications device spied on by the software known as Pegasus were journalists, human rights activists, business executives, academics, and prominent political leaders. Among those targeted political leaders were the current leaders of France, Pakistan, South Africa, Egypt, Morocco, and Iraq. The abuse of Pegasus software is the very way it's been known for several years to the latest revolutions. This is exactly what they did with Jeffrey Epstein. Guys, listen to me, please. Israel controls Mossad. Mossad hired Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell to spy on thousands of politicians and to intentionally entrap them with young girls, with drugs, with alcohol, 
and, and basically with prostitutes and got them on videotape. They control both houses of Congress. They control all the major judiciaries. They control most of the federal judges. All of these people have been compromised in one way or the other. And that's not all of them, but most of them. And that's why they continue to do this, to maintain a stranglehold control on the planet. Because the Rothschild banking cartel controls all of the central banks in the world. And there are only a few countries left that don't have the Rothschild control central banks. All of this stuff is being run through the mafia. And this is how they clean the money up and the dope out of Afghanistan, the $1.5 trillion. Plus all the distribution of cocaine, all the money that's laundered through the doggone international banks, all of this stuff. I'm going to say one more thing now. I'm going to be very careful how I say this. This also has a lot to do with pot, with legalization of marijuana, with all of the different drug groups that are basically promoting the legal growth of marijuana. This is why they came after CBD oil so hard. This is why THC is so heavily regulated still in most states. And this is why there are certain groups that were allowed, how should I say, growing permits to come in and cultivate these types of drugs to promote to the population. And a lot of these same groups are being funded through the same groups, the BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, in which they're going to own a big chunk of this. It's all about organized crime. The entire world, the Spanish mafia, the Italian mafia, the Russian mafia, the Chinese mafia, the Jewish mafia, all these different mafiosa groups work together with their specific governments that they have basically entrapped or basically blackmailed in order to create all of these problems, including the COVID test, including Fauci and his never-ending lies. Why in the world did Donald Trump appoint a CFR member called Fauci to do what he's doing? Why didn't Donald Trump get rid of him? Why did Donald Trump act so subservient every time he stood beside Fauci? Why is Joe Biden basically getting on his knees in front of the new Israeli people over there, you know, in Washington, you know, and basically bowing down? Why? Because the international banking cartels control the world through the issue of fiat currency. And we have been completely and totally put in a stranglehold because of this. Until we shake the shackles loose of the Rothschild banking cartel, like we had back in 1900 when we could print debt-free currency in the United States, when we were the largest creditor nation in the world. We were the most amazing country the world had ever seen, and they had to come in and take control of us. And this is the group that financed the Russian Revolution. This is the group that financed the Chinese Revolution. This is the group that financed World War I and World War II. This is the group that pushed for the freeing of Palestine, to taking Palestine to be giving it to Israel in order to create an Israeli state, which was a non-extradition country, to bring in their, basically their Antichrist. It all goes right back to the same group that basically believes in all of this crazy stuff from the Zohar. We've got to understand that. And now the Jews are getting caught in the crosshairs now, too. The Jews, the Christians, everybody who doesn't go along with what these guys are trying to do basically are castigated and say, oh, you're bad, bad. You're a bad Jew. You're a bad Christian. You're a bad Hindu. You're a bad Muslim. You're bad everything if you don't listen to exactly what we tell you to do. You don't put the mask on. You're a peasant. What's wrong with you? It never ends, and we've got to see it. Austin's exactly right. They condition the population of the planet to put on masks and to social distance. Six, 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 peasant. All satanic. All casting spells on people. Also, to all of it's standing. And, and Donald Trump was right in the middle of it because remember, his daughter's a Kabbalist. 666 put on the mask. Well, now everybody's conditioned to go 666 put on the mask. You know, 47% of the population approximately has been vaccinated. Now they were conditioned to do that. But that's not high enough to do whatever they want to do when they turn on the 5G with the graphene oxide and all the other things they're doing with the doggone vaccines. So what, what are they going to do? They're going to push it now 
that the Veterans Department, basically giving care to all of these people who have been military personnel, has to, has to wear masks, or not, not masks, have to get vaccinated, probably already wearing masks. When the veterans care is so bad already, health care for the veterans is so substandard already that if they have these doctors and nurses and all of these professionals start quitting because they don't want to get the kill shot, they're going to have a mess. It's like Austin said, at this point, you got to go to your county seat if it's still available for whoever you are, you're on your children and everybody else that you know, and say that I want a vaccine exemption for religious reasons. And that's the main thing we can do right now from a <laughs> protest standpoint. Because these guys are coming for blood this time. They want everybody injected with this graphene oxide kill shot. And it doesn't make one bit of difference if the PCR test was completely bogus and it's telling us all kinds of false information. You're never going to hear any of this on the mainstream news, nor will the average American ever understand what has happened to them because they have been so dumbed down from fluoride, from statin drugs, from tricyclic antidepressants, from serotonin reuptake inhibitors, from basically legal opiates, illegal opiates, and from THC that all they care about is staying stoned. I hate to say that about my own people in America, but that's it. They really don't care. So many people are on drugs now, and nobody wants to work anymore. It's the nuttiest thing you've ever seen because of what they've done by giving out all these free handouts and these free COVID checks. Guys, it's important that we stand the ground, and we have to understand that Jesus Christ is still on the throne. There's not any place you've ever been that God hasn't already been there. He's there all the time. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at all times. There's a one page in history that you could turn or see in the future. He hasn't already been there. None of this is taking him by surprise. But we have to understand that we have to continue to uplift the name of Jesus. Without Christ, we have absolutely no chance. We don't. He's the one who changed the ancient Roman Empire and brought us Christianity for thousands of years. And we've got to go back to the original first century church in which we walk in love. We care about each other. We don't need to be praying precatory prayers against each other. None of that stuff. We need to continue to walk in love and do what's right in God's eyes and follow the teachings of Jesus and not be led astray by things like the commentary in the Schofield reference book, Bible. There's nothing wrong with the Bible as far as the Schofield Bible. It's the commentary that's so bad. They just make all kinds of stuff up. It's not okay. We can't continue to believe this stuff and to not question what it says. Uh, that's enough of a rant. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? Well, it's well said because I've had an issue with that in the past as well when I've read some you know, different versions of the Bible with the commentaries. And you start to see kind of a, um, a consistent theme along a lot of them. Not all of them, but along a lot of them to where they kind of push the narrative of what they want you to think about certain sections, about certain paragraphs, about certain chapters in the Bible. And quite frankly, you got to question a lot of that because remember, the commentary section is not – biblical text that is somebody's opinion that they've interjected into the bible and you're basically reading their opinion after you read that portion of the bible it's a brilliant strategy from a psychological control standpoint in order to change people's minds or thoughts about what is actually being said i'm just going to leave that out there you guys do your own research on it decide what you want to do with it but as far as i'm concerned i've never been a fan of any of the commentary bibles not saying there aren't some great ones out there I'm saying there's not something that I have ever really enjoyed because I felt too many of them kind of pushed their narrative and their belief on something that in turn really is something everybody's personal thoughts and ideas need to be pretty much with Jesus in their relationship with Jesus and not what some other person tells you to think about a certain chapter. 
that's just my stance on it. Make your own decision. Don't send me any emails on it because I don't want to hear any nonsense about this. This is too much of a topic that people get so irate about. And it's ironic because you simply tell somebody, hey, listen, this is what it appears to me. And they, they have a conniption fit. They have conniption fit. No, 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 no. That's not it. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's not it. If you don't believe it, you don't believe it. That's my opinion on it. Well, let's – it's this and that. I said, no, it, the commentary Bible, it's somebody's opinion on it. This is not text from Jesus. This is not biblical text. This is somebody's opinion on it. So as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather hold my own opinion or discuss with somebody in detail that's more educated than I am, that's very awake and alert on the topics that can give me their opinion about it if that's where I'm trying to go with a commentary on it. Just my opinion. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. I've seen this from numerous alternative media websites now and now been able to verify it. And sadly enough, we never really even saw this last year because it was buried so far. The Pfizer to government vaccine contract came out in January 2021 and actually an Albanian website reported on it. And talked about it, and it pretty much went unnoticed. Nobody really saw it. It just it, it got pretty much shoved under the radar as this is misinformation. And now it's pretty much been verified. It's not misinformation. There's been a huge, huge release of it on Twitter from basically uh, multiple, multiple sources now that have screenshot the agreement and the vaccine from Pfizer to the government contract. Because you got to remember, when Pfizer's doing a five or ten billion dollar contract with the u.s government there's a contract with that when they start throwing this kind of money around for shots and what's interesting about it in section 5.5 is the purchaser agreement and i'm gonna read to it. i'm gonna post it on the website today too you guys can look at it it says the purchaser acknowledges that the vaccine and materials related to the vaccine and their components and constituent materials are being rapidly developed due to the emergency circumstances of the COVID-19 pandemic and will continue to be studied after provision of the vaccine to purchaser under this agreement. Here's the kicker. Listen to this. The purchaser further acknowledges that the long-term effects and efficacy of the vaccine are not currently known. And that there may be adverse effects of the vaccine that are not currently known. Further, to the extent of the applicant, purchaser acknowledges that the product shall not be serialized. There you go. Now you got the truth from Pfizer. They made the U.S. government sign in the purchaser acknowledgement contract that the vaccine and the effects and efficacy and long-term effects are not currently known and there may be adverse effects of the vaccine that are not currently known that is why they make sure they hold complete and zero accountability with their shots that is why i've told you there can be no federal mandate physically forcing you to take this shot that is why they have had emergency use authorization only and not full approval of this shot and that is why they're continuing to lie to everybody bold face lie to everybody saying that Oh, yeah, it's totally safe. It's totally cool. It's totally all right. You just need to take it. In the very contract, they're saying that the side effects are not known and there may be more side effects. So how in the world is the government coming out and standing at the podium and saying these vaccines are safe and effective? Obviously, they don't even know that because the very contract they signed to distribute these shots clearly states there are no 
ideas of what the long-term side effects and what the efficacy is going to do. Pfizer's not stupid. They're an unbelievably successful, giant, global pharmaceutical company. They made sure they covered their butt on this, and they're going to be incredibly wealthy because of it. The CEO and all the chairman and all the board members are going to make in hundreds of billions of dollars. Yes, I said that by the time this whole thing finally settles. They're already saying that the injection alone, the one COVID injection alone that Pfizer has, just that one shot, not anything else they sell, not any pharmaceutical drug, they're saying that it's going to be an upwards of 15 to $20 billion just this year alone in gross profit, just that one shot. We're not talking about the new Delta variants. We're not talking about the booster shots. We're not talking about the reoccurring injections that they're going to continue to roll out now every couple of months that they're already working on. This thing is going to be a cash cow boom over the next couple of years for them. So you have to ask yourself a question. Why in the world would you want to take something that a government agency signed a contract with the very company that has no no accountability at all, stating that the long-term effects and the efficacy of this vaccine are not known and they may have adverse effects that are not currently known. Why? Why? That's the million-dollar question. The answer should be because I'm absolutely brilliant and I'm not going to take it. That should be the answer. But again, we know the real story about a lot of that that's going on. So again, continue to get this information out there. Also, too, another email has gotten released from a company called Indivisible. This, again, is showing us real, real clear what they're trying to do by blocking and banning anything and everything that regards to the truth of what's really happening. The team called Indivisible Team put out a new email article, and it said, we've recently publicly launched a massive volunteer program to counter right-wing disinformation. It's called the Truth Brigade. We've been running a pilot program for several months that's already engaged 4,750 people driving posts that together generated over 82 million expressions. Now, because the stakes are so high, we're taking this plan public and expanding even further as the right wing continues their crusade to poison the discourse and undermine our democracy. That's what they said verbatim. That's what's what they said. They're hyping a massive effort to basically counter disinformation. According to the email, every two weeks, volunteers receive careful explainers about the latest issue and work on a campaign tailored to push back against any messaging trending from bad actors. And the Truth Brigade, they said, is partnered with the one and only Hillary Clinton's Onward Together. Imagine that. You got that complete and total witch coming in now and pushing this and taking in and funding these guys, by the way. Some of the loudest anti-free speech organizations, such as the Bridge Initiative, are housed in universities that enjoy massive grants from taxpayers. The anti-free speech groups very often receive funding from subversive left organizations, such as the Tides Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation, and the Open Society Foundations, to name a few, which Open Society Foundations is Soros, if you guys didn't remember that. There's a coalition of massive news groups, big pharma corporations, and big tech who have coordinated with each other to squash any information contrary to their agenda. All these powerful left-wing groups are accusing people of disinformation to distract from their tyrannical ambitions. 
No organization or government should ever be deciding what is worthy or what is not worthy of being published. The only way to counter disinformation is to let people speak freely, research the facts, and then present a counter argument. And he absolutely is right in this article from Survivor Dan. And this is why I've continued to encourage everybody. Get these articles out there. Get these shows out there. Continue to fight back on this disinformation that they're promoting. This is a concerted effort, one that we've never seen before. This is why I've encouraged people to continue to make sure you have physical copies of things. Physical copies, whether it's a book, whether it's an older dictionary, whether it's a movie, whether it's a DVD, whatever it is, make sure you have this stuff, guys. This is one of the biggest things you can do too. Listen to me because what's going to happen is we're starting to witness now the very beginning phases of digital book burning, so to speak. They're taking in now, and so you know, I've talked to Lana the other day because she's working with the kids with this – Christian homeschool co-op with these other kids, and we're getting a lot of physical reading material, a lot of physical books, and a lot of stuff that they're working on now. And I was talking to her, and I said, well, what's going on with a lot of stuff? She goes, you understand, in the school system now, there are no books anymore, and pretty much majority of them. Everything's on an iPad. You download basically the curriculum or the book or the reading material, and you read it on an iPad all the time. And I said, really? There's no books? I said, well, what happens when they just want to change the narrative? And she goes, bingo, now you see the rub. All they have to start doing now is changing things. They don't have to typeset and reprint books. They don't have to come out with a new edition. They just simply change a sentence, change a paragraph, change history with a very space bar button and backspace and re-download it. And now you've completely changed the context of what's being said. And I said, well, this is so important that we have some physical stuff. And so she's been getting a lot of stuff that we can teach the kids the truth. It's the same thing when I was over my buddy the other day. He bought basically a brand new Blu-ray version of the Swiss Family Robinson. We had watched another one that he had, and he's keeping that one in the safe because he said he basically is betting that it's going to be worth a lot of money one day. And I said, here's the thing about it. I said, that was at the time. A very accurate depiction of what was going on, and he showed me a thing, a screenshot from Disney+. Plus. And now if you go watch the show on Disney+, Plus, you basically look at it, and as soon as you go to watch the Fist Swiss Family Robinson on Disney+, Plus, it comes up and it states, and I quote, this program includes negative depicts, depictions and mistreatments of people and culture. The stereotypes were wrong then and they were wrong now. Rather than remove the content, we want to acknowledge the harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of human experience around the globe. The listen, the learn more about these stories and how they impact society, go to Disney, blah, blah, blah. It's interesting because I watched the film, and you know, as you watch it again, you understand what the truth was back then and how real men were supposed to work, how real families worked together. And it's funny because you know the shipwreck at the beginning it starts out the shipwreck, and he goes, "Dude, we got it. We got to get off the ship right now. We got to get over to shore. We got to get a shelter." And so the first thing he starts with, the first thing he starts doing is he busts open the armament cabinet and he starts unloading rifles and powder and makes sure the powder's dry and starts unloading rifles and basically gets a boat together. The first thing he does. And then, of course, if you've seen the rest of the film, you know what happens. And I said, 
That's why they don't want this film being shown. That's why they don't want people promoting it. That's why they've pretty much barred it. And I said, what's going to happen over the next couple of years as we see this disinformation continue to evolve? You're going to see digital book and movie burning to where films are just going to disappear. And the younger generation that has never seen them, hasn't have access to them, and has no ability to see them will never know they existed, and they will never know history or truth of what really happened. That's why it's so important. You have to raise up your kids. If you have to, get them out of the public school system, which I highly recommend, and get them at least into a Christian school if possible. If not, get them into a homeschool group. This is going to escalate on a, on a level we've never seen before these kids with the critical race theory, with the absolute sadistic transgender ideology being pushed on them, with the gay and lesbian studies going to first graders. This is all about controlling the next generation, and they're doing a fantastic job of it, my friends. If we don't stand up and do something, what do you think, Dad? I think you're right. I think the old movies, the old John Wayne movies, the old Swiss Family Robinson movies, the old Disney movies before they became so became such a globalist weirdo company uh, are going to go away. I mean, I watched a good movie last night. I watched it with John Wayne. And Robert Mitchum. Now, a lot of you guys who are young don't even know who these people are, but they did a movie called El Dorado back in like in 1966, and it was a good movie. That wasn't the greatest movie John Wayne ever did, but it was a good movie. But again, it showed alpha males. It showed the good guys. It showed the bad guys. It showed the men being men, and they don't want that. And yesterday, I was speaking to a, uh, one of my contacts in the military, Army Fulbert Colonel, and uh, she told me, she says, they're doing something to the food. They're doing something to the men. They're making men think they're girls. And they've basically taken all the men out of society. She was having this discussion last night. I said, yes, I know. And I asked her, I said, are you going to take the shot? She goes, absolutely not. She goes, it's a bioweapon. Now, I'm listening to me. She had friends. And her husband's also a full bird colonel. He got on the phone. And he told me, this shot is a bioweapon. He said, I'm not taking that shot. He said, we both have already had COVID. We both recovered from it. He said, we're not taking the bioweapon. It's not going to do it. not going to happen. Two full bird colonels last night. I spoke to them. Now, think well that's just that's just their opinion no it's not their opinion we have all of these people all over the world and all of these top doctors listen to the show that i did with dr sherry tenpenny a couple of weeks ago here on, on this very show and you guys know i very rarely ever 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 bring guests on this show and there's a reason for that most guests when you bring them on a show you, because we're live okay, i'm gonna just be blunt with everybody here they become a loose cannon on deck you don't really know what they're going to say, and you know, and they may not say what you believe. They may say something different, and well, then you get into a situation where you have conflict on the show, and you say, well, I disagree with that. Or they say something that's really crazy, and then after the show or the next day, I've got to come back in and say, look, I don't agree with what so-and-so said because I don't believe that we're going to have this happen to us immediately. It's going to be a slow burn instead of happening tomorrow. Don't get all stressed out. And see, and this is the problem that we run into when we bring guests on the show. That's why I'm so careful, and I vet everybody. I like okay, Doug Hagman. Okay, I really do. He's a great guy. And you know, when I'm on with Dave Hodges, I like Dave Hodges too. But you know, guys, you don't see me doing a lot of talk shows. You don't see me bringing in a lot of guests on our show. There's a reason for that. The vast majority of people in alt media. I'm just going to be just again direct with you guys. Approximately, in my opinion, 90 percent are unbelievably compromised. And there's ones that are really, really, really big, 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 pretty much Operation Mockingbird, because you have to ask yourself a question. 
how do they get the bandwidth and the search engines to pick up their shows to have millions and hundreds of millions of views? How does that happen? I mean, if the bandwidth is being controlled by the globalists who only want their agenda being promoted and promulgated throughout the population, why in the world do they promote these people if they're against what they're saying? And what they do is this. It's very simple. They give you 80 percent truth. They really do. 80 percent of what they say is true. The other 20 percent is just absolutely fiction. China does not control the United States movie production. The Rothschild banking cartels do. I mean, the Kabbalists do. And when they start telling you everything, China, 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 China. That's why a few weeks ago I did the whole show – well, actually a few months ago now. I did the whole show, and I went into detail on who caused the Chinese revolution and how it was funded to the Rothschild banking cartels, the same group that funded the Russian revolution. So the same group that runs Israel right now. It's always the same people. It's always, it's always, always, always all the way back, 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 all the way back. It's always the same people. And see, that's what we have to understand. The same guys who took down Building 7. It's just the same group. And once we understand that – we understand that they put fake news out there. They put fake, quote-unquote, people out there, and then people who – like the guy who developed the PCR test who was – you know, he was running off the rails with those guys and saying what he wanted to say. He suddenly dies, just suddenly goes away in 2019. How convenient is all that? And now PayPal is doing research. Listen to me. This is going to blow your mind. Play, PayPal is doing research to do – to research transactions that fund hate groups and extremists. This is from Yahoo News. Listen to what it says. PayPal Holdings Inc. out of Lloyd Reuters, out of London, all controlled via the international bankers, is partnering with a nonprofit organization called the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL, <laughs> to investigate how extremists and hate movements in the United States take advantage of financial platforms to fund their criminal activities. Now they're criminal activities. If we say something they don't like, that's now become a criminal activity. It's not – Who's to, who charged you for the criminal activity? Were you found guilty of a jury of your peers? The initiatives will be headed through the ADL's Center for Extreme, and it will focus on uncovering and disrupting the financial flow supporting white supremacists. Here we go, white people again, and anti-government organizations. It will also look at networks spreading and profiting from – here we go, listen – anti-Semitism, racism, anti-immigration, anti-black, anti-Hispanic, and anti-Asian bigotry. The information collected through the initiatives will be shared with other firms in the financial industry, law enforcement, and policymakers. Unbelievable. Are you, are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm reading you from a doggone Yahoo news blitz of what they're planning on doing. So if I give you this story right now, 47 studies have now confirmed the ineffectiveness of masks for COVID, and 32 more studies have now confirmed their negative health effects. This is going to tell you it's fake news. Well, I'm going to post it so you guys can read it. When Austin and I posted, when Michael Barrett was kind enough to videotape us at the school board meeting, and they posted, Mike posted it. It was 12 minutes, 12 minutes for the video to come down. And Austin was reading studies. I was reading studies. Then I talked about cultural Marxism, and then I talked about you know this whole thing with this racism stuff that's going on in the school systems. And 12 minutes they took it down, 12 minutes. And like Austin said yesterday – the school board meeting itself, the multiple hour-long school board meeting, they posted that on YouTube, and it got to stay up because they're not going to come back against that because it's part of the, quote, school board, which is part of their communist indoctrination centers. This is what we have to deal with all of the time because, guys, we have to realize that if we are not going to stand against this stuff, 
these guys are going to put a complete and total stranglehold on us. I mean, right now, the global central banks are boosting their share of Chinese yuan, which they own, while reducing the U.S. dollar holdings. They're doing it right now as we speak, as they extract via the hundreds of billions of dollars in profits being done right now from this kill shot into the population of the United States as they bankrupt the United States and further inflate the currency, they're extracting the last bit of net worth out of the United States and leaving us a shell that's completely and totally bankrupt and devastated emotionally and spiritually and physically and financially here in the United States by their actions. And they don't care because they have to do that to bring in the new world order, their new world religion, their new world government. And people will flock to it. I'm telling you, the people who are wearing the masks will flock to the new world order and the new world religion, which won't be the new world order. It will be the old world religion under Baal and Moloch, and it won't be anything. It won't be a new world religion. It will be the old world religion making a big comeback. They will flock to it. Just like I read you in Deuteronomy when Moses was talking to God and the Lord said to him, you know, we know that I know that the Israelites are going to fail. Why? Because he was having the present. He already saw in the future what they were going to do, how they're going to turn to other gods. And this is what we have to understand is that nothing is taking God by surprise. I mentioned that earlier in the show. He doesn't wear a wristwatch. He sees it. But what he wants you to do is stand firm so he can say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He wants you to fight the good fight. He wants you to run the race. He wants you to continue to persevere and to fight against all of this corruption in all of these countries by all of these agencies and all of these international crime cartels. He wants you to call them out for who they are and say no, no, and how about no, and no today, and how about no yesterday, and how about it's going to be no tomorrow too? No! You've got to do that because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But if we give up, we lose. You can't win. You got to be. You got to be in the. You got to be in the arena right now. You can't be in. The, you can't be a spectator anymore. You got to be in the arena, being proactive. All of us, all of you who are listening to me today, you've got to be telling people the truth. You got to be sending out these articles. I sent you that really good article yesterday. We posted it. We actually read part of it yesterday about the cascading events that have happened and why it's happened the way it has. All those people on your email list, your data list, send them that article. Send them the show in which I talked about the article yesterday. If you're on our Health Masters website email, you will get that thing sent to you for free in your inbox every night. Tell your friends to sign up. People say, well, you, some of the stuff that you cover is just really out there. Well, I know it's out there. You don't think that I know what's out there? I know what's out there too. And quite frankly, I didn't believe half the stuff that I'm telling you 20 years ago because I couldn't possibly wrap my head around this thing that's this vast and how big it is. But the deeper you dig, it always comes back to the same group, and we've got to understand that. But remember, keep your hearts and your minds and your whole life centered around Christ, for he is the author and the finisher of our faith, and through him all things are held together. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, as always, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. I encourage people, as I said before, your health, your fitness is your responsibility and your family is your responsibility if you're basically the, the head of the house. And so you have to do everything you can to make sure you're continuing to get the truth out there as best as possible. Be sure to check out the product of the week, potassium iodide. I talked about it in detail yesterday on the show on sale right now for over 10% off and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. It looks like the vitamin E is winning pretty strong. If you guys want to vote on that and make sure it solidifies the win, 
unlike the American Olympics teams this year. Sadly, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because the Olympics have been a prime example of what happens of when groups are more concerned about trying to make retarded, ignorant political statements than they are about actually doing what the Olympics have always been about all the way back to the Greek times. And that's showing the absolute most effective, strongest, physically fit individuals in the world that are at the top of their game. Once you no longer concerned about that and you're concerned about, I want to get up and stand up so I can put a fist in the air or I can turn my back on the flag after I win for my country. You basically have no, nobody respects you anymore. And you're probably not going to win as been a clear example. Is it bad that the American Olympics teams are doing horrible? Yeah, I'm not happy about it. But am I happy that these woke individuals that want to try to push their leftist communist agenda are basically looking like complete and total fools? Yeah, I am. So that's just my personal thought on that. So if you guys need anything, be sure to give us a call. Healthmasters.com, Ultimate Multiple Capsules on sale till the end of the month. couple days left on that. That'll be going until uh, Saturday or Sunday. Then those will be off sale. So be sure to get those on sale for 15% off right now. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome, amazing night. Stay strong. Stay awake. Stay prepped, my friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.